Welcome to another podcast. <coughs> my friend Runner, we're joined by Mark straight on. We have a new guest, Hupulang Brian, <laughs> and we have Mazola. Okay, we'll start with Mark and Mazola. Predictions. <laughs> what happened to your predictions? <laughs> I don't even. That's remember. a shocking even, one to start with. I don't even remember. I think I'm leaving. I'm, <laughs> I don't even remember what my prediction was. That did I say Chiefs win? <laughs> Convenient. I yeah, I, I think I said two one to Chiefs. I think yeah. you you gave a score. Yeah, you did yeah, say two one. I, I also said, said Chiefs. I said yeah. two one to Chiefs. So yeah, I should, I should have swapped the teams around. Yeah. I yeah. guess which Chiefs are you referring to? <laughs> Just <laughs> it was a it was a two one score line, but yeah. it was yeah. the other way around. Yeah, right. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Before you go anywhere, were you entertained by this derby? I have to say I was. Mm. Actually, I had a lot of fun in the derby this time around. Mm. The atmosphere got back to the sort of atmosphere we expect in a derby. Uh, the build-up was quite nice. I mean, um, I mean, even the fans. I mean, for the first time, I did a derby where it was not delayed because of people stuck outside. We actually had everything going on time, and the fans arrived. It was a wonderful atmosphere to actually be part of, and yeah. the teams played. Yeah. There's a bit, uh, there's a bit of a lull in between the game when we're playing. After when it came into the second half, after mm-hmm. first, certain changes were made, mm-hmm. but I believe you know we had a wonderful game this time compared to some derbies we've seen. That's why people started calling it a draw, a derby, mm-hmm. because you'll actually see more draws than anything else. But yeah. I think they they gave the build up to the derby lived up to expectation on a day because it was a brilliant game overall. Uh, all right. Uh, after the game, Solinia started by apologizing. Post-match conference was that necessary? I think so. I think so. Uh, he knows. He knows that the rich history of the club. He knows how important it is to win uh, a derby. I mean, you can't have, you can't have close to ninety thousand fans in the stadium, and you know more than half possibly uh, uh, being Kaiser Chiefs fans, and take it for granted. So I think it was the right thing to do um, to apologize to the fans because I mean they came from all walks of life. You know, from different uh, cities and towns and what have you, to watch to watch what what had been hyped up already by comments made by the Pirates' assistant coach or even how Solinas himself responded by suggesting that they were disrespectful. So it was a massive game. All eyes were on him. He needed to end uh, a three-game, you know, uh, winless streak in open play because you know uh, that Black Leopards Cup game was won via penalties. So. He was under pressure and he remains under pressure now because essentially Chiefs only have the Net Bank Cup and, 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 and the Telcom Cup. I, I, I don't think they're going to win the league, not this season. Yeah, mm. So, Mark, <laughs> did Solinas fall to Rulani's mind games? Because he, <laughs> he played a bit uh, Castro. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Spirit, first, thanks for having me, man. Again, having me back. Yeah, uh, yeah I think there was. Yeah. Might not be the first time that Salinas has kind of reacted to what people have said, yeah. uh, because I remember there was a stage where Castro. Yeah, no, there was a thing where he was we, playing that thing of his Nshangasi and Katsande together, and people said something. I can't remember the match. It was and he Castro. Took, yes, it he, was the black, he, it was a cup game in the MTN eight. Yeah, and he took a defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people said, yeah, but should Cast should and Shangase and Biliat be playing in central midfield. Yeah. And why was... But 
But the question was more about why did Mayua not come in as a sub once he had a lead? That was, was what it, that's it was. It was actually Leonardo Castro who said the coach yeah. must Castro have... Castro said it. Technical. Sorry, no, sorry. It was, you're trying to remind game. me. It was a Celtic game. No, no, I remember. The two-all draw. They had a two-all lead. And then people said, why didn't Mayua come in as a substitute and close up shop at Tunnel and instead of that he'd brought on an, an attacking sub? I think XD, no, I can't remember. And the next game you saw Mayua was in the starting lineup and they lost. Did they lose or they didn't? They were, or they drew, they drew, I think. I can't remember now. Yeah, but basically that was an example where people were speculating that maybe Salinas had listened to what the criticism was, but he'd taken it too far and he'd, he'd changed his whole... Because of bringing in um, bringing in Miyu into the starting lineup, he lost his kind of attacking flair that Chiefs had had with that yeah. Katsandi and Shangasi partnership, and they lost their way in the next match. And yeah, so your, yeah, your question is about this derby. Yeah. And did he? I think to some extent, yes. I think so. I'd, yeah. Um, I think Castro should have been really, really medically assessed, and I don't think he was really. Uh-uh. And I, I would imagine the report backs yeah. from the medical staff would have been the same about whether he was at optimal 100%. Yeah. And um, look, Ryan Moon hasn't had a great start to the season, but I would still prefer, I think, a fully fit Ryan Moon to, uh, yeah. to a Castro who played for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then faded drastically after that. Mm. And so maybe I think he did. Um, he, he certainly denied it. He certainly yeah. said, you know, no, he feels Castro and Billiat were ready. Yeah. But um, yeah, there there was a few funny little tactical things that I think Salinas got wrong in his starting lineup and the approach in the game, mm-hmm. and there was a feeling. I mean, that Pirates just scrutinised. Like I, I think, and and Micho said this. He said we really, really scrutinised them for this game, yeah. and Pirates came out. I think looking a lot better prepared, a lot better game plan. And that's where, you, where they won it. Um, they were better over... Chiefs were good for 15 minutes. Yep. The rest of the game, it was pretty much all Pirates. And mm. even when Pirates were consolidating in the second half, Chiefs had no real answer, mm. tactically, in anything. So, yeah. Um, but I, I did feel that Solinas let himself get a little bit... Yeah. Maybe Castro wanted to prove himself. Maybe he bowed to Castro's pressure to be in the starting lineup. But, yeah, there was... Yeah, it seemed like McQuinn's mind games... Yo. Well done to yeah. Rolani McQuenna. You, know, <laughs> you know, for me, that was a masterstroke because he said that in a, a preview ahead of a big preview of the same match where the coach were going to sit together in the same couch and have to discuss the same match. And by the time they got there, the damage was done. Mm-hmm. You could see that the coach wasn't sure what to say and he eventually started proving that he can get very angry sometimes because the attack eventually came to say, he's not my peer. I shouldn't even be talking or listening to him and disrespect and stuff like that. Mm. But I think for me, you know, we always say the derby and talk about matches before the derby. Mm. Uh, this one proved once again that it doesn't matter how well you could have done before the derby. Yeah. It's always certain players will actually come up and showcase. Yeah. The debutant for me, I think some of the debutant really proved that they are worth the money they were bought to be in the teams and to really play. And that that's, the defense of Chiefs has always found wanting this yeah. season. They've always looked a bit shaky. Mm. You have changed it from Cardoso to uh, when you drop him to Matoho, and you can see there's been so many changes in there. Mm. And they were exposed once again with uh, Mario Boysen playing his first derby mm. and having to be teamed up with Ngezana, who was very shaky. Yeah. And the two Zambians were just all over Ngezana. They realized he, he goes down for challenges way too quickly mm. and they explored that and they found that. And with the uh, two fullbacks always overlapping, 
and they're not in their twenties, by the way. The fullbacks. Yeah. When Nrama goes up, and then you have uh, Walusimbi. Wasu, Walusimbi going up on the left hand side, it means that <laughs> that the, 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 the pairing on the left, the defense is stretched. Mm. Uh, Katanda needs to drop and try and cover. Yeah, and you have these two guys in central midfield who the last time they played together was on the 11th of September. Yes, really. Uh, how do you in that Free State Stars game, yeah. Yeah, because of the FIFA break and yeah. Sorry. Listen, Cardoso no, has no. come under fire. No, but Cardoso has come under fire a lot, and I think he felt that you know what. One of the things people are talking about and thinking about basically is the fact that I'll probably have a Cardoso in there given the fact he has played a whole lot of derbies. Maybe we could have him a tour back and surprise a few people and bring some players in. I mean, the thing that really caught my that, that caught my attention at the end of the game was when he explained that Castro had asked to play 75 minutes Correct, of the game. Yes. And then he even signaled to me at 75 that I need yeah, to come out. Yeah. And when he pulled out Castro, we thought probably by then he'll probably bring a player like Maduleko to try and hold mm -hmm. and try and still create their impetus going forward. When he pulled out Kama, we were all shocked to say, okay, your best player on the field of play today, you're pulling him out, and then what are you doing? Because the players you brought on were no longer going to challenge the defense of Pirates. Then Pirates were therefore now back in control of the game mm -hmm. and they could do as they please. But Kama was spent by the last, yeah. by the time he went off. Anyway. Yeah. Castro was spent long before he went off. But I think, I know you're going to bring all these up. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But actually, there's a lot mm -hmm. in hindsight. And it's obviously we're talking in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. But actually, yeah, we, we were talking about we, this we, before we, the game as well. Yeah, but we, yeah, I mean, but, but there's a lot. So what can we do? Right? There's a lot. Than so talk, is, yeah, go Other wrong. than talk in hindsight. Because and, <laughs> and one of the things is that Micho played, like you said, before the game. And this is not just in hindsight. You said mm -hmm. this before the game as well. Yeah. Micho played his full strength lineup coming back from the FIFA mm -hmm. break, yeah. knowing that this is the first the only game that he has to yeah. get them all together and playing yeah. before the derby. Yeah. And Solinas played uh, a, a rested players. So yeah. he was gonna have a fresh lineup, but he was gonna have a lineup that hadn't played together for, for almost a month. month. Yeah. And that was that was yeah. a big that's another big mistake. Yeah. Just yeah. before the game. So even in the approach, tactical, there was a problem. Tactical expertise. So there's a lot of things. So was right. Tactical expertise. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm not being I'm not being funny here. You yeah. know, it he Solinas has been found wanting. Yeah. You know, questions have been mm. asked of him, and he's not had an answer. I mean, he's yet to have a big scalp this season. He's played my melody sundowns, drew, lost to vets, lost to Super Sport. You know, in the in you know in the MTN eight over two legs. And now he's lost to Orlando Pirates. You know, he's got super sport again this coming yeah. weekend in the Telcom knockout. Another cup he's under pressure to win. Um, and he just keeps chopping and changing. And now he's mm. starting to be aggressive and, and irrit irritable when we ask him questions about yeah. Coach Y chopping and changing. I mean, after the derby, he said the Chiefs' defense is the best in the country, in his opinion. And and everybody who who knows anything about football. Sorry to borrow that Baxter comment, but anybody who knows yeah. anything about football knows that is not true, you know? And um, also, yeah, look, I think the unraveling of Giovanni Salinas, we started to really see yeah. in that post-match press conference. Yeah. Because some of the statements, to say that he's he's won two free state derbies. Yeah, I know. So somehow that is... I know. That is somehow <laughs> equitable in any way to the Soweto derby and, and losing a Soweto derby... To say he's one, I mean, he could have said he's played. He's 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 coached in front of eighty thousand people when Satif played Esperance yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Champions League, or yeah. I don't know if it was the Champions League or it was Continental Football. Mm -hmm. 
He could have talked about that, but to say, you know what, I'm well, not he said 18, derbies. so it's not even 80 when yeah. he was, was coaching 18? Setting. I don't know. He, he said 1-8. I couldn't get yeah. if that was just as bad English or... Because yeah. I would imagine it's more than 18. Yeah, I, I was also like surprised. That. I'm thinking... I think it's about 80. You know. I think that, that was his English. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah he was unraveling in the press conference, and like Mazzola says, he was getting... You could see a bit of a mean side coming out, where, which you see when coaches... Like, they come in knowing how much they need the... the, the media support with yeah. a team like Kaiser Chiefs and the, the pressure of it and the high profile of yeah. it and they come in with a big charm offensive and then when it starts going wrong you start to see another side and, and it's yeah, only 11 games I mean it's only 11 out. games yeah. I mean yeah Hompela had been on a charm offensive throughout his three years throughout his three years you know he never lost it with the press never you know and this but man I mean, was never. so much under press Solina's 11 games and he's just yeah. But I mean, the, those the, those matches that he played for me, I think that was just the making, which was just a ticking time bomb. Yeah. When you go seven changes in a game, the team that has won a game convincingly, mm. you come in the next game, you make seven changes again, you go on for another four changes, and then you keep on chopping and changing your squad. Uh, as if, you know, and, and you cannot be trying to find a team during the season. Mm. You know, forget how, how, when you arrive in the country. But when he had those breaks in between, he should yeah. have tried to do something else. The fact that he keeps on trying to have new combinations every day, still yeah. trying to find his starting 11. Yeah. You cannot predict a starting 11 for, for Chiefs at the moment. Yeah. Literally yeah. walking there and it seems like, what? What happened here? And you're not even sure what to say. When he comes out, when he win, it's okay. Yeah. Mm. When he loses, then he's going to be start asking questions about what, what happened. Mm. You won a game 4-1 last week. You make seven changes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's kind of unheard of. And at the time, you're like, Jesus, guy's got... He's, he's got, brave, he's yeah. He's got balls. He's got balls. <laughs> he's, got brave, he's got big he's ones. Yeah. On but, but how sustainable is that approach? And even that attacking football, like, it's... Um, it's great to watch. It's yeah. overwhelmed a few lesser, lesser teams. Mm -hmm. It hasn't worked in the last four games now. Mm -hmm. And against the organized team like Pirates that came with such a in, intense preparation and, yeah. and great structure, and really a well-arranged side, yeah. you, that attacking football fell flat. Chief doesn't usually fire coaches. Mm. They usually stick with them. Like, do you see the same for, for Solinius uh, at this rate? I think so. Yeah, no. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Stick, um, end of the season, yeah. Yeah. end of his tenure. Look, I think they'll, they'll, they'll win a game here and there enough to keep them in the top eight. I think if he finishes in the top eight, and and maybe even reach i mean he'd already reached the semi-final of the mtn8 even though you only play one game to get to the semi-final if he reaches you know the semis of the telecom knockout or you know uh, you know maybe wins the net bank cup look I, th I think i think if he finishes in the top eight never mind if he even if he doesn't win a cup i think yeah. keza is most likely to give him the the, the entire season yeah. you know and then try to back him up with maybe you know, a, a, a few a few new defenders next season or two, mm. and then see how that far. To, I mean, Kaiser doesn't have. You can go look. He doesn't yeah. have a, a history of of chopping and changing coaches. The last coach to leave before the end of the season was VV, mm. and yeah. he had been there for three years, and his contract was about to expire anyway, and he left with seven games to go. And Chiefs were not going to win anything. Mm. Yeah. Steve left before the end of the season, but that was after yeah. three years. Yeah, or two, yeah. two and a half yeah. seasons, more yeah. than two and a half seasons. Yeah. And don't, let's not forget why Solinas is there, which is that there were other options that they couldn't get and were yeah. too expensive. So who's out there at the moment? Yeah. Because they couldn't get someone six months ago. Mm -hmm. Who are they going to get 
if they're now in the middle of a season yeah. or when the season is one third underway, yeah. who they're going to get. I don't know if he will get a second season. For, for, the way yeah. things are going, I know it's very early to be making yeah. that prediction. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think but, I'm, um, it's really yeah, I think my so prediction quickly. is more to say I think he will give him yeah. the season. It's hard to it's say now. It's hard to, it's say, hard to say, say now, now but yeah. but it's just unraveling because so there's, quickly. There's January to come. Look, I don't yeah. I don't even think the problem here is are the players. I mean, you've got Billiard, you've got Castro, you've got Manyama, you've got Dumisani Zuma who's been a rele- uh, revelation this season. Mm. The defense, yes, I disagree. Solina's not the best in the league, but not not the worst. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, I think I think it's the responsibility here lies with the coach. I yeah. think the man who has to to put that team together and the orchestra and whatever fine tune it is is Solina's. As he's so far, he's proved to you know to 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 lack just a little bit. Uh, um, in terms of getting, getting I think, I think right. also technical support on a bench. I don't think he has a lot of that. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you watch the matches and look at the subs they made, for example, on Saturday, uh, you realize those subs they made just didn't make sense. You know, the time he made the subs and the subs he made as well didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, when you realize that Castro and Kama were out already before you got into the start of a second half. Mm. So if you wanted to make changes, Emanuelia could have been a better option for you given the fact that he understands what a derby is, understands what needs to be done on a derby, yeah. and probably would have brought him in slightly earlier mm-hmm. to try and still keep the impetus going forward because the Paris defence also was not looking good. Jelen made some good stops. There was yeah. one penalty appeal which could have been given at any given time by a different referee mm-hmm. when Kama went down. And also, um, Ponchani revels on those long shots upfield, but anything else, sometimes you find you, you know, it really is shocking. And the fact that Pirates, if you look at the match when they played against Kipton CTFC, mm-hmm. they were leading 2-0. Ten minutes to go, they considered two goals. Again, mm-hmm. someone who they're leading for most of the time until they considered a goal right at the end. Mm-hmm. It shows that the game management has not been the best also, just like Kaza Chief. So the game was there for taking, mm-hmm. but did he have balls, mm-hmm. so to speak? Mm-hmm. To go out there and say, we're 2-1 down, can we try and go for the juggle and try and find the equal and try and find the winner? Yeah. Or do you try and hold and try and maybe go for a break that was never forthcoming? So what was the point of resting Billiard if he wasn't going to play a whole 90 minutes? I think he was. If you if you have a look at the games, Billiard has hardly been rested. He's been yeah. playing in a lot of their games, and then he had that grueling Afcon back-to-back Afcon yeah, qualifier, you know, up and down and playing 90 minutes in both games, if I'm not mistaken. So I think a decision was made long even before the the international break that yeah. Yeah. when he comes back from representing uh, Zimbabwe, he was going to sit out the the Black Leopards game, mm. yeah. you know, which as Mark alluded to earlier. It speaks also to 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 the planning uh, mm-hmm. from on the coach's part to say, you you risked playing a fresh team that n- had not played for for nearly a month, whereas Orlando Pirates were were able to test themselves when they played against, you know, not a not a great cheaper United team, but a tricky that could yeah. have caused them problems. Yeah. Zambians traveled as well. Yeah, yeah. even yeah. further. Yeah, they went to Guinea-Bissau. Yes, I think Billiard had a bit of a back injury. That's what they said. Yeah. Um, I I think. I would say the billiards, if you just rested billiards and you kept pretty much your, your first team together, I would have said that was not a bad idea. Because he did struggle to finish the game. Oh. 
So I don't think he's 100%, but mm. he, he has been. He has, he has played a lot. I wouldn't be surprised, Mark, if Castro doesn't play against Super Sport. Yeah, because he, he was rushed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I wouldn't be surprised but, if um, Castro sets out the Super Sport yeah. United game. Resting Billiards, I think, was okay, but it was like the other five, six changes. Castro's confidence for me was not there in this game. Yeah. No. He, he, no. He, I mean, there were some, some finishes could have made easily. There was a ball he just played straight to the goalkeeper where he knew. Uh, the Castro we all know could have actually chipped the keeper. Keeper already committed. If his confidence was there, could have done something marvelous with the ball and scored a beautiful goal in there as well. Uh, he got in there. He wanted to play. He was anxious. He wanted to, to do it all. Mm. And eventually, he realized they're not over legs. You know, like these guys are saying, the fact that they, 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 this is a team that has been playing together for a while. Yeah. While you rested these players, they were mm -hmm. playing. And you could see that Paris looked slightly better. Yeah. In comparison to Kazachi, they looked more, they gelled more. Mm. Uh, they looked more like a unit than Chiefs yeah. looked. You know, they could actually go and defend in numbers and at different times and still looked okay. Mm. When Chiefs tried to do that, they were not as, as good as you'd actually expect them to be. And especially also after the pounding from Polukwane City. I mean, the, the one they lost against Polukwane City mm. was something else. Nobody expected that. I know they struggled against Polukwane City and Barocca. Mm. But the way Polukwane City won that game, it exposed a lot of things that are bad for Chiefs. And in many ways, Brian, also, I mean, we, got, we are cognizant of the fact that Pirates have had a technical staff now for a season and a third, whereas Salinas is brand new. Yeah. It's, and he, he, it's, it's quite harsh like, to judge him so quickly because yeah. Micho's had a year, a season and a third, and, and with Rolani and with his technical staff, and they've bolstered that technical staff. Yeah. And that's where this, this really yeah. super solid-looking Pirates came, comes from. But, um, yeah, but, but uh, I don't know. There's just some concerning things that you see in Solinas's the way he goes about it. You could see Micho had a plan from when he arrived at Pirates. Mm -hmm. You could see, and he, and he arrived like, like Solinas. With, Even with not much, much with, with not Even yeah, much later. Because Solinas yeah. arrived. He had barely any preseason as well. Solinas yeah. arrived yeah. Uh, on the eve of preseason. Yeah. Micho, I think they'd already. Yeah. Was it? They already started in the preseason. They already right? started the preseason. Yeah. Micho arrived two weeks before their first game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Solinas still had yeah. about a month before yeah. their first game. Yeah. So, so yeah, and yeah. I just. Yeah, Solinas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think, Mazo, you say the players are there, and they have. And I think with a, a, a coach like Micho and like that sort of coaching partnership, you could whip this Chiefs team into a really competitive team. I but I think so. when you don't have that sort of coaching partnership and it's a bit more flaky, yeah. and then you lose Castro and you look at Ryan Moon coming in who hasn't scored yet this season, mm. maybe the depth has still got issues. And then when you look at another thing, which is that Chiefs have bought, because they're so desperate for class, they've gone out and they've got Billiards and they've gone out and they've got Castro. Yeah. They've got players... Who are injury prone? Manyama. Yeah, they are have um, have issues over. One likes to go home to Colombia whenever <laughs> yeah. he's injured. Another one seems to like nightclubs. Yeah. This is what they bought, and and they're gonna have injuries, and they're gonna disappear now and then. And they spend so much on 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 that because they're desperate for class. Yeah. But the there's still so many cracks that are they're papering over cracks. Yeah. Mm. Whereas other teams. Every single off season, yeah. they go out and buy class. Yeah. They don't just do it every three years, yeah. which is then you know you got a classy squad. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. when you know. You, 
and, and you've, that's how you have to do it if you're a big team. Yeah. And Chiefs haven't, and then they're papering over cracks whenever they buy, buy class. Yeah. So there is a, some still issues with depth, even with, with what they've bought. 100%, yeah. All right, quickly, let's uh, move on to Pirates. Mm. How is your character going to go down? Yeah, what definitely. I mean, I think this is one of the things Micho was talking about, to say you concede early, within 15 minutes of the game, you a goal down. Mm -hmm. Then you get an opportunity to equalize via the penalty and you miss the penalty. Yes. You know, psychologically, you're thinking your opponent is the one who should have the edge over you, really. Yeah. You know, because they've scored early and their goalkeeper has just saved a penalty. I mean, in a derby, in a stadium like that, an atmosphere like that, nothing should pump you up more than scoring early mm. and your goalkeeper and captain saving yeah. the penalty. But and a in, crowd on your side. And crowd on your side. Yeah. Instead, they collapsed, you know? Yeah. But is it because Chiefs collapsed or when Pirates were so good, organized, asking yeah. questions of them, they couldn't answer? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's, 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 it's the latter, you know? And it, mm -hmm. it goes back to how they were already whipped into shape even prior to the, to, to, to the Soweto derby. So, and I mean, yes, Shonga, we criticize him a lot because he's good for the national team and he's... Yeah. A bit, I was saying to Mark, we were sitting next to each other, I said Jekyll and Hyde. Sort I of, used yeah. that in my metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I plagiarized you. <laughs> sort of Jekyll and Hyde, uh, uh, you know, uh, scenario with Shonga. But they, he had really some good moments of brilliance. Even after, yes. he, you know, that speaks to character as well. Yeah. He missed a penalty, but he still created That's the nice. first goal yeah. and had a had a big role mm -hmm. to play in, in the second goal yeah. as well. Because you remember, he won the yes. ball from yeah. Mario Boysens, gave it to Mulenga, who gave it to Pule to score. And even later in the in the third, in the second half, he missed an open net, you know. And they, him and Augustine Mulenga were taking players on. Yeah. So Pirates were really good, even without mm. Paulam Lambo. I thought he was nowhere to he be seen in that game, you know. <laughs> and he's usually their chief, you know. But he was no nowhere to be found, yeah. and they still won the game. But Raymond was making it, it, up it for his interest. You're talking about Paula yeah. um, because I think for me on the day. One of the unsung heroes of the day was Ben Mutswari yeah, for me. He's the man that eventually, I think, walked over men of the match as well in the end of the game. It was Mulenga. It was, Mulenga, it was given to Mulenga, 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 Mulenga But I think for me, we, I mean, we were also arguing about that yeah. in commentary to say we, we felt that Ben Mutswari played a much better game than anybody in the field of play on the day. Yeah. And given the fact that there was not much said about him building up to the derby, you know, even from a signing point of view. Yeah. You know, when he was signed, everybody was like, Ben Motswari mm. from Vest to Pirates. Yeah. I mean, what did they see in there? Yeah. And he could have scored one or two goals with those yes, with good shots that he took. Yeah, the, you yeah, know yeah. I mean? You're talking about uh, Mulenga and Shonga. There was a yin-yang yin -yang yeah. situation there yeah. because yeah. you always thought, okay, uh, they bought them, they brought them into the country. So much was said about them. When they play for, for Chipolopo, they look absolutely brilliant. They come here, what do they bring us? Yeah. <laughs> really nothing. Mm. And on the day, they found one dead player and they really went... Absolutely rough on Ngezan on the day. Yeah. yeah. It was just one of them after the other. Yeah. And Ngezana caused a penalty. Mm. Ngezana was literally left for dead on the ball as played in for the second yeah. goal. Yeah. So literally the goals came and Ngezana was exposed. I think he's 21. You know, he just needs support to go forward. But I think there on the day, he realized just he's not as good as we always said he was. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that day was a really exposed as a player. Yeah. And, and and the covering just never happened for Chiefs. No. You're talking about the, the, the formation and how they control things. Paris looked better. When they went forward, when Maela went forward, there was always cover for Maela. When uh, Walisumbu went forward, there was no cover for him. When Rama went forward, there was no cover for Rama. Yeah. And you can't expect Katsande to do everything all by himself.
Mm. He still played the same Katsande game. In fact, Shoulder Brian, and fought for if everything. You, if you, I don't know if you guys picked this up. I've never seen Jangaze play so deep. Yes. Mm. I've never seen Jangaze play he so was deep. deep yeah. you know, they were forced since, since he joined Kaiser Chiefs, but he was he Which was not his he strength. was pegged back and he was yeah. not his strength at all. Mm. You know, he was so uncomfortable that that's where the Mutari element also comes yes, in. Yes, but in the second half, Mjangase looked better in the second half because he also created a few scoring opportunities. Mm. By the time they brought on Mathasel, I think there was a second too late. Now, I, I'm thinking about the same thing you're talking about and saying, Kaza Chiefs, if you remember when Paris played Celtic, when Celtic came to Orlando, playing a cup tie and almost won against Pirates and eventually Pirates won that game right at the death against Celtic. When Pirates went to play Celtic in Bluefontaine and eventually lost the game against Celtic in Bluefontaine, the turning point was all one man, Gabriel Matasela. Mm. When he came yeah. on, he can take Pirates on. He has mm. absolutely no respect for Pirates. Mm. You brought in him too late mm. and he was trying to do everything himself. By the time he laid the ball in, there was no support or any player to play the ball through forward. Ryan, Ryan Moon, He's not a typical player to play the ball on the feet. You've got to play it high. So by the time you're doing that, you're playing at the hands of Happy Jell, who's going to clear it every time it comes yeah. his way. Mm. And, and get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Who was the catalyst for Pirates? Okay. Besides Ben Mutsuari. Ben Mutsuari was a Trojan. The strike partnership was superb. Mm. And Pule as well. And Pule was excellent. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, that's three-man front line, they, they set up the second goal with a beautiful movement. I think if someone gave it away that was... Um, uh, Boysen. Boysen gave it away, but but the movement of those three, yeah, each one of them got a to touch. To play, yeah. Yeah. That front three, I think, was excellent. Um, and it was more a team performance. And yeah, I think like Brian is saying, like the defence, if it had been... If Chiefs played too deep to really, really expose, because I think that defence is a bit suspect. Yeah. And but they weren't able to a capitalize bit. on that. No, it yeah. is. And that that defense is leaky. <laughs> that defense is leaky. Pirates defense. Both defense are leaky. No, both defense are leaky. I mean, definitely both defense are leaky. If Chiefs could have been more on the front foot, they could have exposed. They could have done a lot more to expose. And you know, Mponchani is not always. And I think Pirates. The other thing they got right, even though I criticized this at the beginning, but I couldn't understand why. I mean, bringing in Marshall Munetti. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, when 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 yeah. uh, uh, Marcelo da Silva had played the the yeah. previous four yeah. games, yeah. you would think they were building him up to mm. play in the derby. You know, they they lacked a left a left footed cent, center half, yeah. which I think eventually Munetti did well. But yeah. he he was caught caught with his pants down, yeah. if you like, for that billiard goal. I know it was a Mponjani mistake, but mm. at the same time, he's a billiard's uh, countryman and teammate within the national team, and they were probably thinking he knows how to stop billiard. But in the first 20 minutes, he, he couldn't handle him. But eventually, mm. you know, him and Happy were able to, to put up together a centre-back pairing that that worked and mm. stopped Castro from, uh, and, 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 and billiard from, mm. from playing. But, I, you know, initially I thought... A bit tricky, but I understand, you know, people are also arguing that because I thought Munetzi has come out of nowhere to, to be in the starting lineup. Yeah. That was his first start of the season yeah. for out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but people were saying, well, he played, uh, you know, a combination of 100 and, you know, uh, two, you know, yeah, t mm. you know, twice. He played yeah. in the back to back qualifiers against, you yeah. know, uh, uh, DRC mm. in, in, in the Nations mm -hmm. Cup qualifier. So he he had he had. Some momentum. minutes and and, mo yeah. and some yeah. momentum as well, you know. And the Silva, I think, is what 22, 21? The Silva is twenty. He's only he's just yeah. come into the league. He's still finding his feet, 
And Mitro said, yeah, those two games, Munetsi was superb against Congo. So that was... Jale, I think also on. something that we, we don't see a lot from Jale, he's prone to make mistakes. He's always the one, I mean, he made a mistake with a Kama challenge that he was not punished for. Mm -hmm. You know, that could have been a penalty and yeah. should have been a penalty. He's always been but he was, he was never punished for that. But after that, he recovered very well. You know, there were some one-on-one -on -one duels he went in and he actually got the ball, which for me was like a different jailer we saw in the game. Yes, he was the senior, most senior player in a derby situation for Pirates, just like Kuna was the most senior player alongside Bernard Parker in a, in a derby situation for Kaza Chiefs. But I think jailer on the day, yes, they were not exposed enough, yeah. but whenever he was asked to do something, the, the two defenders do, did enough yeah. to deny Kaza Chiefs a chance to find the back of the net. But I think, you know, given the way Pool has played and given the build-up to this game, we knew Tolam Lab was going to be a tenacious player to look at. We knew uh, Pool was going to always be a, a marvel to watch, you know. Mm. We never knew much. I, I know Maela can make good runs. I never, you know, I've, I've always seen him go and try and head the ball. But the header in the game was absolutely superb for Maela. Mm. You know, he has, he, has, he has come out, he has brilliant done well. So that was absolutely nice. brilliant header. I mean, mm. he met that full flight and knew what he wanted to do to the yeah. ball. When the and ball came I in... I think that was his second-headed goal this yeah, season. Yes, this yeah. season. But I'm saying, but that one for me was well taken. You know, that's a Jayla Kana header. It was class. You know, it was absolute class. Yeah, and so I think finished. it was a training session drill because he ran to the technical bench. Yes. Okay. You know, pointing yeah. at yeah. someone to say maybe, yeah. you know, yeah. we... You got we, this right. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. this right. Yeah. yeah. And I think... I think what 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 Mazzola is saying about Monetti coming in, and I think this is where you get the contrast again, yeah. is where, look, Salinas has come in, he's been out of the country for about a year and a half since he left Free State Stars, he's getting to know the league again, he's getting to know his squad, but when you look at Pirates, when they when they chop and change, because they have chopped and changed this season at times, yeah. you always can see that it's kind of a horses for courses and they've mm. got a plan, it doesn't always work, mm. but you can kind of see what the plan is, you can always see that, what they're thinking. And they're trying this and they're trying that. And when Monizzi, you could see the thinking there when, when they did that. Yeah. But then when you look at what Solinas is doing, he's kind of just throwing everyone into he's attack. He, he picks also, incredibly yeah. attacking front lines. Yeah. But you, you're not seeing a lot more thought beyond that. And then when you look at the centre-back partnerships coming into the game, yeah. four different centre-back partnerships in four games. Yep. And... And then Isaac's been picked ahead of Cardoso, he's got so much more experience. And then oh. what you're saying about Ngazana being exposed, I think Ngazana's far less exposed when he's got an experienced player next to him. But in, in a game like this, he would have looked less bad if, if Cardoso was there next to him. But he looked hey. terrible because he didn't have cover from, from yeah. um, not Isaac's, what's his name? Boyson. Tower's <sighs> off form, I'm sorry, but... Tower has yeah. yeah. been off form for the last two, two three seasons. Yeah. Tower's... Towers admitted that himself. Um, but but, but something you're not talking about with Tower. I think, you know, you know, they always say personal life also need management. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've, I've always said one thing that Steve used to get very good was managing players. And his personal management style was, I think, the key thing. That's why Celtic, when I went to see Celtic, mm -hmm. they're talking about how he has been able to get the players and how he, they had to let go of certain players that failed, of course, in trouble in the team. Mm -hmm. When Tower lost his dad, I think that was his problem, because when he's when he when he's dead when he lost his dad, mm. there was his pillar. Mm. You know, Tower never recovered from there, mm. and I think that's when you needed to have somebody who can actually go in and try and, and zoom in mm. and zone in and see where the problem is mm. and try and bring the tower out. And I don't think anybody could reach that. Yeah. And his game just went from bad to worse, and it never got better. And now with a new coach coming in, 
who wants to try and win favor with everybody else. He wants to get things going. Mm. When he wins one or two matches, he believes this is the team I can have. Yeah. When he loses matches, he starts thinking, oh, maybe I made a mistake. But the question always go back to say, he's going to have balls enough to go back and say, I faltered. Mm. Maybe let me try this guy again and see, and try and see what is it we can get out of him. Because a, bad, a good player cannot just become a bad player overnight. Correct. Surely something went wrong and nobody could fix that. And until that is fixed, the frailties at the back will never get any easier. Because Kune, who, when he won goalkeeper of the season, had gone at some stage in around 10 matches without conceding a goal. He's now sitting on nine, nine goals conceded in, mm. in seven matches. Mm. And, and it's, mm. that's something unheard of. Yeah. Mm. And yes, he has some screamers scored against him, some unbelievable goals scored against him. But it also they said that he, he also doesn't seem to have confidence in his same defense because sometimes you see him coming out, trying to go for the ball. Whenever they had your Mashamaite days, he would stay because mm. he knew the defense would cover. Tawa will Mashamaiti will cover. Tawa will go as the one who's fresher. Mashamaiti will cover. That's when you thought the experience will work with Mario Boysen coming in and Ngezana coming in. Mm. But you got two new players really in a derby situation. And yes, Ngezana played would... a derby before, but not at a level on par is playing like this. Yeah. 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 No. Hey, we've broken it down. <laughs> <laughs> What's the future for Chiefs? <laughs> I think, you know, I think Mazola was, was, was spot on to yeah. say, if the coach gets to the semis of a telecom knockout yeah. and gets a good position in the league yeah. and probably try and fight for the Nedbank Cup, he will stay. And maybe then they need to start looking at beefing up the squad because I believe, you know, you know, you know as much as people can talk about certain players in a team, Shaba, I think for me, was a match winner. Mm. On certain matches when Chiefs were literally down, yeah. Shabo literally just come with a master plan and really do things that nobody else can pick up. And understanding, and, and also the understanding of Shaba and how Parker would run off the ball mm. is something that you need to build over a period of time. Now you've got Kamabila, who's a new player. He's a brilliant player. Mm. Take nothing away from him. Castro, another equally brilliant player. But the way Sundowns to build up their goals, it's not the same at Kaza Chiefs. Mm. So sometimes you to build up the ball from the middle of a park mm. and they had more players who could actually touch the ball and go forward with that. Mm. Janga said a, some, some brilliant passes to the players I'm talking about. But because they were slightly tired and you can see that match, match fitness was not there, they couldn't get to those balls. And on a given day, they were capitalized from those movements from Janga. So yeah. I think, I, think I, be, I believe the coach will stay. I believe the coach will stay unless yeah. something drastic happened in the next four or five matches yeah, yeah. and and, and yeah, mabida yeah. is coming up also <laughs> yeah also it's different it's difficult really to see where they're gonna pick up pick up points you yeah. know that you know that three game uh winning winning streak mm. beating cape town city 4-1 free state stars 2-0 amazulu 2-0 it's a bit difficult now to see where because they they it looks like solinas is a bit out down on his luck as well you know mm. Uh, maybe maybe if Castro get can get back to full fitness and so billiard and he they get Manyama back, maybe things can change. Because as Mark said earlier, mm. they 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 do rattle the the lesser teams with that mm. front front three or yeah. front four whatever. Mm. But when they come up against Sundowns, Bitvis Vets, Super Sport United, you know Super Sport equally have a good front front line. And mm. when they ask questions of Chiefs, Chiefs can't can't handle it. Yeah. So in conclusion, Mark, yeah. with Pirates, uh, after this derby win, are, are, is there now an expectation for Pirates to, to really do well in the league, even win it? Absolutely. Yeah. Completely. I think from the beginning of the season, we've said it. Mm. I think they started a little bit not quite clicking, 
but even when they weren't quite clicking, you could see this could be a ferocious team. Um, I think if you looked at the way they had the second half of their last season, yeah. I think it's good that they didn't start too fast. Um, it's a good thing and that they're growing in strength game by game. I think they've got the players. I think they've got the coaching staff. Mm. They, they think. Mm. They really, really think about the opposition. Yeah. And you could see that on Saturday and you've seen it all season. Yeah. And absolutely, I mean, Sundowns are struggling with, you know, no Villa, no Kama, no Percy Tal. There's a lot of players they've lost there. And um, Sundowns are having a slow start. And if Pirates, yeah. And, and yeah, Pirates just get are getting better and better, I think. And, and I think they are... Yeah, absolutely. They'll 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 be whoever whoever's pushing for the title this season. Pirates will be one of them without doubt. For me, I think that the, the victory came at a good time. They've got Sundowns coming up next, mm. and Sundowns also have not been playing. Now, let, let, listen, I mean, it is not your all well all Sundowns that we have seen, mm. and matches played in Pretoria between Pirates and Sundowns. I think Pirates actually go there and get results, and and that will be interesting. It is, it is pushing Kevin Hunt very hard at the top because Kevin now needs to start searching. You know, he's going to go deep every time, dig deeper with the next game that is coming up. And you know, the interesting thing is the fact that the next game for Kevin Hunt will be playing the same day as Pirates, unlike now where he's been playing a day before. Mm. You know, you play a day before, you rest and you watch what the others are doing. <laughs> now he's going to play the same day when Pirates playing Sundowns. He'll be next in his own game as well at the same time. So it's interesting to see how he comes out of that. And also given the fact that there were a cup tie coming up this week. Yeah. There are a few players sitting on three yellow cards already before, before they, just after the derby. So how they manage those players coming into the Sundowns game ahead. They play Amazuru, also proving to be a tricky opponent to play against. Mm -hmm. The fact that the game is moved to it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come out of this and go forward to the Sundowns game. Because for me, I think I'll be able to confirm yes or no if Pirates will win this league after they play Sundowns. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I think I'll probably say the exact same thing Marcus just said also. You know, mm -hmm. if, if, if you you know, half, halfway point, you know, just before Christmas and you look at the title contenders, you know, I think Pirates will definitely be, be one of them. I mean, Micho did say, you know, last season obviously he didn't want to comment about the league title race, even though they finished runners-up, which is a pretty decent mm -hmm. finish, you know, in, in his maiden season and the in the Champions League. And, and you could just see by them, virtue of them getting as many as nine, ten new signings, it tells you that they want to compete on all fronts and mm. you know it's it's it, it's they try to reward their fans uh, again because they haven't won a trophy in about what four five, five four and a half seasons now you know s similarly <laughs> kind of in the same boat yeah. as kaiser chiefs as well you know yeah. um and yeah i think i think they've got what it takes they've got the players they've got the coaching staff and now they must deliver because i, I think Micho also knows that his 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 neck is is is, is on the line if 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 he doesn't Win something, time, you know, he's already, <laughs> you know, he's already, he's already missed out on the MTN eight. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's um, got to win something. He's got to win something. Yeah. He's got to win something. Right, thank you. Oh, Superior, before I go, can I give a shout out to Sydney on Twitter? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you got any questions, Sydney, I'm happy to answer. Them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks. So it was fun. Huh? Yeah.